Welcome to New Mommy at 40, a honest, informative, and non-judgmental podcast for those navigating to and through parenthood in their 40s. Today's a very special episode because it's told from the perspective of a child of an older mom and how she's at the same age now that her mother had her. And I thought it would be really great to hear what her childhood was like, the impact of having an older mom on her own motherhood journey, which she'll share. And her name is Victoria Lardy Williams, and she's the owner of Victorious Events. I can't wait to welcome her. But before we do, welcome back to all our friends who've been listening. And if you're new, hit the follow subscribe button now so you don't miss an episode. All right, here we go. It didn't happen in my 20s. Who cares? Now I've got all this fancy wisdom to share. Hey, I've got this baby. You're getting the best of me because I'm a new mommy. I'm 40. <laughs> I'm very excited to have this guest today. As an older mom, it's refreshing to hear the perspective of someone who is now grown, successful, and is a child of an older mom. Her name is Victoria Lardy Williams, and she's a very successful, full-service planning event owner, creator of her own company called Victorious Events NYC. And she's with us today to offer the perspective of a, of a woman now who's had an older mom, what their relationship is like now, what it was like growing up for all of those, uh, those of us who are wondering what's our relationship going to be like, uh, we'll have a glimpse of, of this with our conversation with Victoria today. So it's my pleasure to welcome her onto the show. Hi, Victoria. Hi, Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> I think your name is beautiful, by the way. Thank you. Same here. I think you have the most beautiful name ever. <laughs> well, I want to say, though we're going to be speaking about your mom uh, a lot right now, I just want to personally thank her for choosing such a great name. Obviously, she's got great taste. So Absolutely. It's actually her middle name. So ah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. And I think it's very fitting that your company would be called Victorious Events, which is Fantastic. So I think you've definitely lived up to your name and then some. So on behalf of all of us, snaps. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, as I was saying in the intro, the perspective that chatting with you offers today is not only for those of us who are older moms, new older moms, but also for those who may question the choices that we make uh, in starting our families at this this stage. So I wanted to find out more about your beautiful mother. So how old was she when she gave birth to you? She was exactly 40 years old. Ah. And did she have other children prior to you? What what number do you fall in? I, I believe you do have siblings. Yes. So um, I am one of three. Okay. I have two sisters. Uh, however, they are older than me. Um, so my oldest sister, Nicole, she was 18 when I was born. And my middle sister, Nora, she was 14 when I was born. And so uh, I always kind of say that I was the uh, pleasant surprise <laughs> in the family. <laughs> Does she say that? Does she acknowledge that she wasn't expecting you? I'm sorry. Could you repeat that? I'm sorry. Yeah. Was she not expecting you? 
No, I, I was definitely a surprise that, uh, you know, I, I feel like their family was pretty much set. Uh, <laughs> my mom and my dad and, and two two girls four years apart. And along came me. <laughs> wow. So, all right. So it was a surprise for everyone. What a victorious surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and... Did she say at all to you what the reaction was from family members or friends of being pregnant again at that age? Yes, she did. Uh, So I think um, my oldest sister was kind of like a little grossed out. (laughs) (laughs) My parents have sex. What are you guys doing? (laughs) Still? Um, and my father, he's just a couple years older than my mom, so that you know he was also in his forties. Um, but my middle sister, I think her perspective being fourteen, you know, I think she was just excited to have a baby sister, and she always referred to me as her, her baby sister, even as I became an adult. So um, those were the those perspectives. Although my oldest sister, you know, she adores me, but I think it was just like that initial shock of like your parents like telling you that, and you're you're an adult, you're approaching adulthood and you're starting your life. And then it's like, Oh, I'm going to have a little sister, like a real little, little, little sister. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so that, that was just an interesting perspective there. Um, I think my grandmother, my mother's mother was kind of like, are you sure you want to do this? Because it just seemed so out of left field. Um, but of course I'm glad that she decided <laughs> to yeah. move forward. Yeah. Yeah, we're all glad. Um, so, you know, I can speak, you know, from personal experience. My my husband was 41 as well when our child was born, mm-hmm. but he has two older children as well. And mm-hmm. it is a weird kind of, you know, relationship with that big of a gap. Did you ever, when did it catch up? When did you and your siblings finally get a chance to kind of be on the same page to hang and have your own relationship, you think? Hmm. I would say, I'm assuming probably as I got into my 20s, uh, but we've always been very close. You know, I I adore my sisters. You know, they were almost like having like two additional mothers because of Mm. that age gap. But like, cool moms you know (laughs) that I could confide in and hang out with and you know a lot of times we would be out and people would assume that I was their daughter right like no this is my little sister um but I would say probably as I got into my 20s um that's where maybe that shift began where you know I was becoming my own person and so you know we'd hang out we'd go places together and it wasn't you know the concept of like, oh, I'm babysitting my sister. It's like, oh, I can actually hang out with her. We can go out for drinks. We can go out to dinner. We can just talk and confide in each other. And they would, you know, share things with me as well. So, uh, yeah, I'd say around that time frame. Is oh, that's good. Kind of shifted. Yeah. No, that's good. That gives me hope. And I mean, I think that they will also have a good rapport later because now my my bonus daughter, that's what I call her. She's always like, oh, my baby doll. My baby. It's like I gave her a doll, a living doll to play with. And I'm like, you know, you can talk to her. You can actually read stuff to her. She can actually re- like have a conversation with you now. But she just like gawks at her. And I was wondering the other day, the reason I asked you, like, at what point does it get to like, oh, yeah, let's hang and like we can actually converse. So I'm glad that you you answered that. Um, gives me hope. 
your mother now, you know, looking back, was there a big, a big difference between the pregnancies that she had when she was younger and the pregnancy with you? Did she mention any complications or concerns? She has not mentioned much of a difference. Um, I think that her birthing experience was very different. Mm. Um, most notably that she does not have any memories of birthing either of my sisters. Right. I think at that time, I'm not sure what type of concoction uh, <laughs> they gave mothers back then. But it's a good word. She has, yeah. <laughs> it's a good word. Um, she has no recollection of the birth, but she does remember mine because whatever that was, they no longer had that. Uh, in the early 80s. So um, that was very different for her. Um, but otherwise, I think, you know, she had a pretty uneventful pregnancy all three times. She never mentioned any complications, except for the fact that she did say, so I'm a, I'm a Virgo, born in September, September 3rd. And I believe she went into early labor in June. Mm -hmm. And they gave her some type of medication to stop that from happening so that I would be full term. But other than that, I don't believe there were any other complications. Okay. Uh, yeah. I can imagine just the, you know, the advancements, advancements in the medical field when it comes to pregnancy, uh, more controversy when it's it deals, when you're dealing with women of color and birth mm -hmm. now, I'm sure it was very different. And how old are you now? I am 41. Oh, so you're the age of when she yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Wow, that's a really interesting perspective. We'll definitely talk on that a little bit later. Some of the questions you and I um, were talking about that, that we wanted to kind of answer here for our friends listening. I wanted to ask, it, a lot in your childhood, did you feel, at what point did you realize your mom was older than probably the, the moms of your, your friends. So I believe I was always aware of her age, just based on the fact that my sisters were so much older. Uh, however, I guess call it good genes, but my mom always looked young. So it wasn't necessarily apparent that she was older than maybe some of the other mothers. And she looks, looks younger than some of the younger ones, you know? Um, Shout out so, to mom. Shout out right. to mom. <laughs> so it was never, I never felt like anyone was like looking at her or my dad and thinking like, oh, they're, how old are they? Like, how is, how are they her parents? Like that never crossed my mind. Um, but I think it was mainly because of the realization that obviously they had to be older if my sisters are the ages that they are. Right. Um, but it never came up in school I never felt a sense of shame or embarrassment or like weird about it it just it just was what it was um and I don't know if it's the school I went to you know I don't recall like ever being teased or anything like that I actually remember there was um a young uh girl in one of my classes when I was maybe in kindergarten or first grade and she had a an older mother um, but it was very apparent that she was older. She looked much older. Um, and I never really even put my mom in that same category because they might've been the same age. Well, actually, no, I think she, her mother was probably <laughs> older than my mom, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I think visibly being older might 
make a difference in how, you know, someone kind of processes that as they're growing up. But um, my mom always looks, looked youthful and she still does. So. And how old is your mom now? So she's in her. She's 82 years young, so I'm exactly half her age. Wow. And what's your relationship with her like now? Oh, it's, it's great. She is so bubbly and fun and we act silly together. We're always joking around. Um, and we just love to be around each other. You know, she's like my best friend. And I, I know that I'm very, very fortunate that still have her. You know, she's in great health, great physical health. Like, I'll put on some of these songs that are out on the radio now or, you know, these TikTok songs and she'll get up and she'll start dancing. So physically, like she's, she's strong. Um, however, she is um, suffering a little bit from dementia. So she does have a bit of memory loss, but if that's the worst of it right now, I'm, I feel very, very fortunate because, you know, a lot of people who are in their eighties, they can't even walk, you know, they mm-hmm. can't even do certain things. They're taking a, whole bunch of different medications and they're always going to the doctor and things like that and every time we take her we must take her to the doctor they're like you know your mom's in great health like she's doing really well and if you look at her um you know i'll share some photos of of, of her with you but Mm -hmm. she looks like she's in her late 60s early 70s maybe you know she looks really good so yeah but we have a really loving um son relationship um, I will be honest, when the dementia started, uh, that was a bit of a transition that had, its you know, ups and downs. But I think that's the case with any type of transition, mm-hmm. you know, us kind of getting used to the new normals as well as her, her also. But we've passed that. Yeah. And I think we're in a much better place now where we're just able to en- enjoy each other's company. And, you know, she might ask me the same question a couple of times. <laughs> Honey, but I that's do okay. that now. You know, you know, being patient, <laughs> you know, remembering that it, it's just very interesting how the cycle of life goes mm-hmm. and how, you know, you're you start as a child and you become an adult and you kind of become a little bit childlike, you know, mm-hmm. as you get older. And me and how our roles have kind of switched from, you know, her mothering me to me taking care of her to a certain extent mm-hmm. and making sure she you know she has her medication and making sure that you know I, I'm cooking her dinner and making sure you know her laundry's done and things like that um but I don't mind you know she's she's such a wonderful mother to me so there's there's literally nothing that I I wouldn't want to do for her to, to make the life as as wonderful as possible hmm well, I'm sorry that you're having to deal with um, that aspect of uh, her aging, but I'm very thankful, like you said, and grateful that um, you still have a really good relationship and that she's still able to be uh, mostly cognitive with you, which is fantastic. Was there a time um, recently, or I, I would say, you know, probably in your 20s or 30s, did you feel at any time worried that she may not be with you? You know what? I have never felt that about my mom. And that's so crazy. I felt like that more so with my dad because he had like health issues. But my mm-hmm. mom, she's always been healthy. She's never had any health issues. Um, so I never really thought about that. But I think maybe in these later years, you know, so um, 
again, full disclosure, my mother's parents, they both lived at city in their 80s. So she's in that mm -hmm. range, but they had health issues. So because she doesn't have any really, um, I can't really see it. <laughs> I mean, I know that it has to happen because, you know, that's the cycle of life. Right. But I, I didn't go through my life, you know, with this impending doom kind of sitting on me because my grandparents lived, you know, to be, you know, uh, much older. And if they didn't have those particular health issues, um, they probably would have lived, I don't know, into their 90s, maybe to be 100. I don't know. <laughs> um, but she's in a much better health than they were so i kind of feel like i mean obviously there's there's always an end but i i don't feel it it's not very apparent you know in our day-to-day -day. so she's gets up every day and she's just so full of life and um happiness and honestly if you were to speak to her you probably wouldn't know that she has dementia again except for for maybe repeating the same question. <laughs> well, I think but, that, you know, this is typical of that age, which right. is why the blessing is that you've had all this time with her. Mm -hmm. And when these things are starting to happen is pretty much when you would expect something right. to happen, but you know, you don't want that to happen, but it's not too off base with the age. But the reason why I asked that question is that there are some of us who maybe not even us, some of the naysayers about having children in at this stage always, you know, bring up, well, what are you going to do when, you know, when you, you're gone? Like, who's going to be with her? Or who's going to be with that child? Or, um, you know, that's so selfish of you to have, you know, this child right now when you, you may not be here. And I think it serves as, uh, just a, I guess an, it just serves as a perspective or hope when you hear from your perspective that impending doom was not on your mind. You just enjoyed your mom. Right, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, and I think that when people say that, could the same be said about anyone who decides to embark on parenthood? Because you can, we're not promised tomorrow mm -hmm. at any age. Sickness, accidents, you know anything could happen. Is it selfish to decide to start a family knowing that you may not be here tomorrow? I don't believe so. So when people, when I hear people say things like that, it, I feel like it comes from a place of ignorance and not really looking at the full scope of what parenthood is. And I think at no matter what age you are, you have decided to bring a life into this world. And that in itself is a blessing. And I don't think that that's selfish. I think that it's very selfless, if anything, because of the care that you have to give to this child and help to raise them to be, you know, the best that they can be. And knowing that, you know, anything can happen at any time, but not dwelling on that because that's, first of all, it's very morbid. <laughs> and, you know, who wants to live life like that? And, you know, that just wasn't my experience. With my father, however, I know this is about mothers, but, you know, That's I'll bring okay. my dad into it yeah. um, because he did have some um, illness um, when I was growing up. Um, he had a stroke when I was, well, I think I was 14, um, you know, or in that age range. So it was odd. Uh, like once that happened, I kind of worried that he may not 
be here to walk me down the aisle. So that was kind of like a sad thought. But I got married in 2016 and, and there he was, mm. you know, walking me down, smiling. I have like such a beautiful photo of the both of us um, together during that moment. So um, the people that I thought would be there, like I, I even had like a backup in my mind, like, you know, if something happened to my dad and he wasn't able to back- walk me down the aisle, it would be my grandfather or someone else or like my brother-in-law. But, you know, neither one of those people are, are, are here now, but my, my dad was. So you just never know yeah. what to expect in life. You just have to go with it and think positively. Like, I, I don't understand these people who talk so negatively. It's like, what, what, what do you gain <laughs> from that? I know. Yeah. I know. And, you know, I've never had a family member really say that to me. I think there have a few, there've been a few who wonder why I was pursuing even trying to have another one. And then, but most have been completely supportive, like still to this day, have, did you take your prenatal today? You know, cause God's not <laughs> done with you yet. And, <laughs> but on social media, I did receive that comment off of um, a, a video that I made about the top five things that I'm appreciating. Um, mm-hmm as an older mom and he went on forever about how selfish it was of me. The, the village took care of him. I didn't have to. Oh, great. I was going to say, let me know what post that is so (laughs) I can chime in. But, you know, I think a lot of times that's projection of their own fears regarding that, or I I don't know it could be a, a million different things. things, Right. Yeah. I mean, he was, it was a young, he was in his twenties, I think, you know, male and, um, the village went in and, you know, gave all these scenarios, just wait, went in too much because, you know, I just <laughs> kind of went past the comment. I couldn't care right. but less. But but what it did show me is, well, it was my first time receiving that type of a mm. <laughs> comment. So I said, oh, there it is. And there it is. Um, but I think uh, what you said about tomorrow isn't promised is so key because even in my life, my grandmother lived to be 96, about, yeah, almost 97. And I just thought my mom was going to be with me forever. She had me when she was 23. My dad was 27. My dad is still with us at 72. And my mom passed away at 67, mm. two years ago. I had no, I, no clue. I thought I had all the time in the world based on um, her health and my grandmother uh, living to be, um, so old. So like you said, it, it really, you can't, you can't plan for it. Life isn't, you know, it's not a guarantee that we will be here tomorrow. So to that point, if you have it in your heart to have a child, you're right. It's the most selfless thing, especially if you're, if you're doing it out of love and you want to nurture and love someone and um, pour into to another human being. I think that's a very selfless act. But I'm glad that you you mentioned that because I think it's really important for your perspective of just going through life as the daughter of this amazing woman and and male man, and you have and just living a beautiful life together. And you're right; it it's definitely a, a blessing to have her with you and. I know you have many more memories to to build together. Oh, for sure, for sure. And, you know, I think it's also interesting that 
my mother experienced, or I should say my parents, but specifically my mother experienced parenthood in these two different phases of their lives, being very young, you know, early 20s, you know, meeting each other, um, having two little girls. My The experience of my sisters, like, I, I kind of feel like they had different parents than I had, because mm. by the time they had me, you know, they had mellowed out a bit. They kind of, they had the wisdom. They, they figured things out. Um, you know, so I think there's a benefit there, to be honest, you know, Mm -hmm. um, being able to be more settled and more financially stable. And, you know, I was born into an actual house, you know, my parents had bought a house by the time I came along, um, you know, years before when they had my, um, my oldest sister, they were staying with uh, my mother's parents and they had an apartment and things like that. So there are definitely benefits to, there are so many benefits. <laughs> what do you think of that has been the biggest later. benefit you think in, in, in your relationship with your, your mother from her age, from her wisdom? Biggest benefit. Honestly, everything Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I know that that sounds like so broad but I I have had I have I've I've been very blessed I've had a a very very good life and I I don't take any of it for granted and I know that that is directly directly correlates I I don't want to necessarily say to her age but just to the, the person that she is and she has become as she's gotten older um and you know she was just such she is <laughs> mm-hmm. but i'm just speaking at, at the time of what what i'm getting ready to mention yeah so inspiring to me like my mom when i was um a kid you know she went back to school went back to college so i remember seeing her you know studying and you know getting stressed out having to like study for these exams her her finals and you know going to class with her sometimes and I would sit in the back of the class you know while she's you know listening to a lecture um and seeing her go through that and I was just so proud of her you know when she graduated and you know the whole family was there to see her graduate she went to she graduated from Megar Evers College um here in Brooklyn and then she went on to get her master's in school psychology so I just I always feel like her example was just something that I wanted to live up to, but in, in, a, in a really good way. It's never too late, no matter what it is, whether it's having a family, whether it's getting your degree, whether it's buying a home or starting a business, whatever it is that you want to do, don't let time dictate whether or not you, you can, you know? I I think that's probably like one of the biggest takeaways that I can say that I've, I've received from, you know, having her as my mother. Hmm. Has her, I guess in her having you at 40, do you think that's impacted your idea of what motherhood can look like for you? Cause I know we, and just be- before anyone attacks me, I already spoke to her about family <laughs> planning. So I do know that she wants to have children. So uh, with that being said, um, does did that impact? Does that impact your family planning? So, 
Yeah, to be honest, um, so similar to, to you, my, my husband, um, he has um, two children from a, a previous marriage. And, you know, I knew that I wanted to have my own family, you know, have my own child. But I never really thought of, you know, this ticking clock necessarily because, well, like, well, my mom had me when she was 40. Mm -hmm. My sister had my nephew, I think, when she was 36 or 37. So this is all very normal in my family. Um, and it's very, uh, you know, I also bring up, like, it's very interesting because my husband had a, a, a completely different perspective in his family. You know, his, his parents had him when um, they were in their 20s. He had his children when he was in his 20s. So it's kind of unusual to him. But mm -hmm. for me, it's like, I, is there another way? I mean, obviously there is. I'm being silly. <laughs> it's like, this is just normal. You know, this is, you know, what what, what we do here. Um, so I would say those two examples, specifically my sister and my mom, um, you know, I felt that it was most important for me to have that stability before bringing a child into this world. And I, my husband and I feel like we're there. So, you know, hopefully in the near future, um, we'll be blessed with one, but it would be a one and done situation. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. I just did an episode about that. So, uh, and it's in, I think it's becoming more of the, uh, it's a new normal. Mm -hmm. The one and done parent, parenthood is rising because there are more of us who are choosing to have children later mm -hmm. and one seems to be all they need because you know <laughs> for most because they're like you know I did this on purpose I wanted to be more stable with that I understand that but that might be more financially sound to do one mm -hmm. and just pour into every experience that I can and enjoy with that one. I'm good. So it, it is on the rise. So you, you're on trend, Victoria. <laughs> I'm on trend in that way. I'm on trend with weddings. I Absolutely. Mean, I mean, <laughs> you were born for this. You are, your name is perfect. And your mom, I think, and your dad, uh, did this on purpose with this name, you know, even though you were a surprise, I really think that they, they gave you that name because it was a victorious event and <laughs> here you are. So now that you have, you know, you, you're looking back on all that was poured into you, what is it that you think you want to impart on your child one day? Mm a very good question i think that kind of you know what i touched on before you know the fact that there isn't anything that you can't do and to not let life or any person or a troll on the internet or you know whatever is to be in the future don't let anything tell you that you can't if you want it and you're willing to work hard enough at it and and really have that passion and dedication for it go for it and you know to also realize that you know not everything nothing's perfect you know mm. you're you're gonna hit some bumps you might not be successful right it doesn't mean just because you put all this effort into something that is going to happen that's just the way that life is but 
I think the most important thing for me, and, I, and this is just something that I live by, is that I don't, I, I don't want to live with regrets. And I think that it's really important to do everything you can. And if it's for you, it's for you. And if it's not, well, at least you know, know, know that you did your best, that you tried. And you'll be able to sleep at night <laughs> knowing that. Um, I also want to instill like the concept of legacy. I think that that's so, so important. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that we should allow an age to determine whether or not we continue a legacy for our family. Um, my husband and I, in addition to working in the uh, wedding and events industry, you know, we have taken on um, some real estate. Um, and part of that goes back to my grandparents. They purchased a home um, in Fort Greene, Brooklyn, um, when my mother was a teenager. And my mother inherited that. And, you know, we're working on, we've renovated it. And, you know, that, that house has to stay in our family. Like, it's not right. going anywhere. Um, but we want to make sure, you know, it's passed on. It's not something that, you know, gets sold, you know, or becomes something that, it, you know, my grandparents put so much into it. My mother put so much into it. We're putting so much into it. So, sorry, kid, you're going to have to do the same. <laughs> no, guess, guess what, kid? You're living in Fort Greene, Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> it comes with the territory but you know i i think that um also because my husband and i are, are entrepreneurs you know we we definitely have a perspective of you know go for your dreams you know give it give it a shot so i think that that's something i definitely want to instill in my child and um just live life and be happy, you know. Um, I think that it's really, really important to seek joy mm -hmm. in life. And I think now more than ever, my mother is an example of that. And the joy that she has every day, you know, I hope my mother is around, you know, for many more years to come. And if I am blessed to have a child that that child will be able to be, my, my mother will be able to be a part of my child's life as well. Um, but either way, you know, we'll have lots of memories, you know, to share, you know, mm -hmm. uh, with them of the absolutely phenomenal woman that she is. Yeah. Yeah. And she raised a really amazing daughter. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you so much. She really did. <laughs> I mean, no, this is a, this is a dream for any, any mother listening to this, any parent that's listening to this, I, you've got to have this feeling of, of just pride in just listening to you. We're not your moms, you know, just in <laughs> as, as just listening to a child describe their relationship with their mother in this way, it just couldn't be any more beautiful. So I know that you're going to be an amazing mother one day. I can't wait to to know when that happens. Cause then we can have you on again. Cause I want to sure. talk all about baby <laughs> and how and every, that. all the details, but I know this baby's coming in style because <laughs> check out her website people, because the events that she throws are just gorgeous. Please tell them how to find you. So, um, on all social media, uh, networks, uh, my handle is Events NYC. That's V I C 
E-V-E-N-T-S-N-Y-C. That's Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, everything. <laughs> Snapchat. <laughs> Snap. Oh, you're on the Snap? She's on the Snap, guys. You can find her anywhere. <laughs> Listen, and this she has been featured in InStyle, Essence, Madame Noir, just to name a few. I mean, just beautiful, beautiful work. And I know your mom is extremely proud of her beautiful surprise. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. Anytime, you know, we have um, a wedding feature in the magazine, I always get two copies. I have one and I give one to her and she's just like pouring through. It's like, oh my God, look at this, look at that. So Mm -hmm. she's, she's my, my, my biggest fan. And um, I, I, you know, I keep saying it, but she's just, I I think that when you're growing up, you know, there's always going to be conflict, right? You know, you're a teenager, you want to do what you want to do. And your mom's, you know, putting down the hammer like, oh, you can't do this. You can't do that. Because, you know, they love you and they want to make sure you're safe. It, it, you know, that you're not going to make the mistakes that maybe they made, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't really realize that until you get older. So I can look back at those moments and see, you know, I know that she had my best interests at heart always i wish i had listened to her <laughs> in many of those situations oh we have this so on, we like, have this on record like record now you're gonna play right. this for her sure absolutely <laughs> but you were right mom you were absolutely right i shouldn't have ran off and got a perm <laughs> i shouldn't have, you know? i'm sure she's forgiving you on that <laughs> but it's like you know wisdom you know comes yeah. with experience and she had that wisdom Thank you so much, Victoria. It was such a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you, Victoria. This is such an amazing podcast idea. uh, And it was definitely an honor to be one of your guests and, you know, to speak about my experience. And I hope that this gives anyone who's on the fence or who is a new mom, you know, your kid is going to love you Mm -hmm. and your kid is going to be like, the most awesome person because they have a parent just like you oh thank you (laughs) i'm not gonna cry don't make me cry my (laughs) podcast thank you victoria (laughs) you're very welcome thank you to victoria lardy williams for sharing of her beautiful experience growing up in an older mom and she sounds fantastic right look at the picture gorgeous Thank you so much. I hope you had a wonderful Mother's Day. Tune in next week for a new episode. Leave a review while you're here and subscribe too. Take care of yourselves and each other. Bye for now.